Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's adventure of I Cast Fireball, an actual play 5e D&D adventure where we go through the campaign in Tyranny of Dragons. I'm Thomas, your DM for this adventure, and around the table we have... Malamara. Lance Thalen. And Fleeple. Makoth the Crimson was the focus of our last episode for the Jenk Squad because they found her. They found her. They wanted to help her. They wanted to save her. But she can't leave. Not only is she a prisoner, but she seems to have a bug in her ear on some of the projects and tasks that Arathator has given to her. So not being able to leave uh, both as a prisoner and just due to her items that she has in her possession, she led them back to her holding cell, actually her dwelling. Of course, being ignorant and uh, forgetting that there was an ice troll, the battle was quickly finished, surprisingly, due to a clever polymorph. And that was pretty much it. Now Makoth has put on a pot to boil for some tea and they are going to discuss what needs to be done so Makoth can actually be rescued. And that is where we join our adventurers this week. So, the water's boiled, the tea's been poured, it's only been about 10 minutes into your hour with this sloth, and uh, you can sit around this fire, and uh, Makoth looks at you and goes, so, um, what do you all want to know? Uh, it's been a while since I chatted with anybody who wasn't uh, keeping me prisoners, so, uh, yeah, how's it going? How are things going out? Uh, you came from Waterdeep, right? Yes, uh, that is the last place we were, but we've been in a lot of places. Um, speaking of Waterdeep, the other reason that we are here, uh, aside from just finding the Dracorn, is your compatriots back in Waterdeep told mm-hmm, us that Orothator mm-hmm. has been stealing a bunch of magic items from the host tower, uh, some spell scrolls yes. in particular. They want us to bring those back to them. Yeah, no, we should definitely bring those back uh, if possible. Um, That's really the only other way that I'm going to leave here willingly as if we bring back a majority of the items that Arathator stole from the Arcane Brotherhood. One, so I can keep working on them. Uh, Two, because they are ours. Mm, Yes, of course. (laughs) It only makes sense. Do you see, like, the, the probability of us taking these things and skedaddling getting out of the under the claw of this dragon that or straight up killing it well hmm i've seen some impressive magic from you thus far so killing it possibly i mean it's it's very possible as she takes a long sip of her tea just a slurping noise and um she goes um if you don't want to kill it Arthator values their life. I mean, they're they're not, um, they they don't want to die. And uh, this is just one of their many strongholds in the north. They are currently here and uh, again, holding me prisoner. Uh, But if you were to chase them off by doing a significant amount of damage to like almost killing them, Arathator will uh, have self-preservation in mind. So if you can kill them, wow, impressive, uh, way to go. Uh, But if you can't kill it and you can just 
guarantee do a lot of damage. That should also work, I think. So on a scale of like one to yeah, would you be willing to help us in that venture? Oh, oh, mm, help you. That's a tricky one. I'm a can I, scholar. Can I just make, really. I just make a pitch? Make a pitch to you? Uh, sure, you can pitch something over to me. Yeah. Maybe, maybe uh, underhand. You, yeah. See if you can catch it. Um, if we don't, you will die. Like, there's no way you're getting uh, out of well, here. There's no way you're getting no, out of I here. Mean, that dragon's going to eat you as soon as you do what it wants, as soon as you complete your task for it. Let me put it this way. You versus dragon, not a chance. You, us versus dragon, chance. And I mean, also, you're... I'm, I'm just going to level with you. You're not a very good liar. Just the, that's the vibe I'm getting from you. So if Arathator comes out and he's like, hey, how did these people get in here? And you, I mean, that's that's not going to end well for you. I mean, that's true. That's true. He does need me, though. I mean, that's why I've been able to live for so long. I mean, it's... He needs me. I, I'm the one helping him uh, decipher these magical writings. And uh, yeah, I know that. Uh, and I'm actually getting a lot of information from him as well that nobody has been able to get or written down or they've kept secretive because of our conversations that we've had. So it's actually really academic. What good, though, would those academic conversations with the dragon be if you're dead? Well... I'm pretty confident that I could live for at least another, like, five years and find a way to escape. Uh, I have so much stuff to go through. And plus, I'm not, like, really a fighter. I'm more of the academic wizardry. Um, I, I've, You're I, telling me you've never wanted to, you know, give your boss a little smack, you know, maybe just launch a, a javelin of flame into his heart, that kind of thing. Just one, just one. Uh, it was uh, not Arathator, though. It was, it was the worser boss. Mm, uh, yes. They, um, but I'd like, I just don't know that magic. I'm just not aware of the javelin of fire. That sounds really cool. And she, like, takes out a piece of paper and actually jots it down. Javelin of fire through the heart. You're telling me you don't got, like, a spell book with, like, just a numerous number of spells that you could choose for the day. I, I do have that. I do have that, but I'm like sort of. Uh, I just. I, I don't have like any like. I don't. I can't make a wish. If that's what you're saying. Like uh, I. I can't uh, conjure meteors from the sky. I, I'm. I'm more of like. A, I mean, that polymorph was pretty impressive to me. So. Oh, but that actually that that's making me think. These spell scrolls that you've got here that you're examining, would any of them be able to, you know, like summon meteors from the sky? Just for example. Actually, let me look through her knowledge here. Give me a second. Yeah, nice easy little power word kill spell scroll maybe. <laughs> Teleportation for four. She just like kind of dozed off, not dozed off, but like uh, zenned out for a second, just like looked in the air. She's like, sorry, I just uh, went to my palace there. Um, yeah, there's no no spells uh, of like the meteor swarm, I think is what you're referring to. Nothing like that, unfortunately. Uh, I have found a couple of items, but all of the really powerful stuff is unfortunately and annoyingly down in Arthur lair. Um, he is... He's pretty versed in 
magic himself, so he's able to identify, uh, cast a spell here or there, um, and uh, see which items are of worth to hide and which ones he wishes to impart. You saw the meager bookcase over there. Um, that's nothing compared to the lair that he has down, <laughs> down below. So, okay, let's just let's just cut to the chase. Are you going to help us or not? I can help you, but I can't fight. How can you help? Well, I have been here for three years, and uh, I do have uh, a few secrets that I've kept from Arthur. And she goes over to a pot, <laughs> uh, her chamber pot, actually, and uh, she opens it, and it smells rank. And she's like, "I, I know. Just give me a second. Um, and she pulls two arrows out, and she's like, "Um, poop arrows." <laughs> I was going to say Mal just pats Lance ah, on the back. Just... <laughs> oh. I have been able to craft uh, arrows of dragon slaying here. I know it's not an instant kill, but uh, it is something. And um, I might be able to give you a little bit more information and a few other things. Uh, Lance will take the arrows. Depending on what you guys want to do. Uh, and she, as you go to take, she goes, ah, let I want to save these for someone who's truly not only capable, but uh, willing to agree to my terms. What are your terms? Well, if I am going to leave here, we must take most of the Arcane Brotherhood's relics back, and uh, I must be able to take this research with me. And Arthator must be able to not kill us as we leave. So whether that chases him away for good or he's dead... Those are really the only two options uh, for me. I, I cannot and will not leave for fear of my life if he is uh, still resides in the iceberg. This is understandable. I think we can agree to that. I mean, we. I think we get all of it. You know, not just most of it. I think we bring all of it back. I mean, we got we got 500 pounds. That's what we got. We got 500 pound capacity. Oh, you have a bag of holding. Oh, yes, we've yeah. also got an entire boat... Well, I guess two boats, because we've got the, the ice hunters are on our side now. We've got a whole bunch of people who could help us to carry this all back to Neverwinter. Waterdeep, whichever one it is. I've only spoken to the ice hunters when they've been, uh, when they've been, uh, basically sent down here to die, uh, by Arathator's hands, and, uh, mm. they seem like nice folk there, so, uh. But if you have them on their side, that'd be great. Yes, all right. Well, that's great. Uh, so you, you are planning to defeat Arathator, and you feel confident that you can kill him? As she, like, narrows her eyes and looks at the three of you. I'm into it. Well, being into it and being able to actually accomplish the task are two very different things. Arathator has killed every hero that has come to the Slayer, seeking for his treasure, seeking for glory. <sighs> um, none of them to rescue me, but he has devoured Every single one. He's he's even destroyed. I mean, almost a dozen frost giants. We have been known to kill a dragon or two. She like looks at you. <laughs> she looks at you like with uh, her eyes like squinted. Roll inside, mm. I dare you. <laughs> <laughs> she will roll an insight. Do I, I need drop a, my dice? I don't need to counter that, do I? No, it's just to see what her reaction is. You speak with the confidence of somebody who either thinks very highly of themselves or has nothing to hide. Both not true, but what I said was true. 
Now, I real quick while I'm thinking about it, if you were to just like on a scale of wormling to ancient, how old do you think Arathotoris may be? Oh no, he's um uh, he's definitely uh, he's definitely not a wormling. Um, let me so pull he's it up here. one of any of the other options. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a baby. He's a he's a he's a dragon lich. Isn't that a thing? Uh, well, a Dracolich. Uh, yeah, Dracoliches. Yeah, that's what the Cult of the Dragon was initially trying to do before um, they switched to try and bring Tingamat. Uh, so he's not quite ancient, um, but he is a, a full-fledged adult white dragon. Okay, I think we can handle that. I figure, I mean, I'm at full hit points. I've got three more polymorphs left in my quiver. However, if I cast... A polymorph on the dragon, then Reginald is going to come back from being a sloth. So we're gonna have to figure out something to do with Reginald. Both. Can we just like toss him off the iceberg into the sea or something? Could we? Yeah. Do you have a place that we could put? I mean, you could, but he can swim. So, I mean, he's an ice troll and uh, is immune and, and and resistant to cold in some way, and he just regenerates. So, I like mean, a pit oh. that he can, like we can keep him in or something. You could bring him to. I mean, uh, you could just leave him with me, and uh, I'll... Yeah, he won't attack her. I, I will say that the trolls do currently work for Arathator, though, if that's not obvious. There's more than one troll, okay. Yes, there, there are a couple of trolls here. Um, well, first things first, and she hands the uh, arrows to Lance Thalyn, goes, here you are. And um, I've been holding on to this, but... If you really are going up against him, I think it's be uh, better in your hands as she like is pulling against her ring finger and she goes, ah, and then a pop off her finger. She goes, ah, yes. Uh, who wants cold resistance? Oh, dang. Malamara, that might be, I mean, I would think Malamara. I can do that on my own. Oh, you, oh okay, humble brag. <laughs> um, <laughs> not so humble brag. <laughs> Well, here's here's what I'm thinking. That dragon's breath is going to be real bad for any of us, except for Malamara. Yes, real cold. Yes. Uh, betwixt the two of us, I've got, on a scale of like one to a hundred, I feel pretty 84-ish about how much of a hit I can take. Um, how how about yourself, let's think? I mean, on the same scale, I'd say like like high 60s. Ooh, that's worse than I expected. Maybe you should <laughs> hang on to the ring of cold resistance. Cool. So I just get all the items. Ned's like, ow. Ooh, gosh. Ow. Ow. Uh, yeah, 69 is my hit points. Nice. Okay. I mean, are we good with that? Am I taking the ring of ice resistance? Yeah, and I think you have spell slots for, or uh, attunement? attunement slots, don't you? It does require attunement. Oh, I'm not taking that ring. I'm not getting rid of any of my attunement stuff. All right. Um, well, when we're ready, uh, and while you're tuning to the ring, uh, I can show you uh, what I've sketched out of Arthur's lair and kind of like pitfalls that I've seen. I mean, I've been down to the lair a couple times, but never out of sight of Arthur. That would be great. Yes, yes. Uh, I did hear you talking uh, about the Dracorn. <laughs> I didn't get to study it at length, but I can tell you a little bit more about it if you'd like. Yes. How much do we know about how to get the Dracorn? Oh, get the Dracorn. Well, um, well, if I'm going to uh, get the Dracorn, I mean, if it's with the Cult of the Dragon, which it absolutely is, you'd have to go physically grab it from them. Where it is, I'm not positive. Uh, this is 
Uh, do you do you do you know what the Dracorn is? Or? You know that would be a good baseline to work from, probably. All right, all right. Um, <clears throat> long, long ago. No, mm-hmm. I, I'm not, I'm not going to go too far. Um, but uh, essentially, the Dracorn was uh, an item crafted by Tiamat herself. When uh, the dragons and the giants were fighting, you know about the dragon giant war. Anyway, we're going to uh, move past that. Uh, it was uh, a horn of her ancient red dragon consort. Uh, she gave it to Dragontine to help them in the war against the giants. Uh, it's a signaling device. It's so large, it either takes a whole giant to pick it up, or uh, uh, it took four regular weaklings of the cult of the dragon to move it out of here. Um, and it's been like, it's got this like dark ebony hue. It's actually quite cool and like spikes coming out, but it's etched with draconic runes all around. Um, and it glows with an eldritch fire uh, when they picked it up and moved it. But as it is a calling and a, a signaling device, it makes a low moaning drone, which I don't know if you've been able to feel all across Faerun like I have. It, uh, it alerts every dragon within 2,000 miles to rise up, to be wary, and that great danger is at hand. But codes can be blasted from the Dracorn with specific messages calling to either dragons or those that can interpret those messages. So uh, it's possible, and Arathator has mentioned that uh, he's been able to receive orders from the culture of the dragon, from Severin, um, specifically through the Dracorn. Do you know where they took it? Um, He has mentioned something about the Well of Dragons. I don't know where it is, though. That's the downside. Do you think there's any chance we could get more information from Arathator about where the Well of Dragons might be before we murk him? (sighs) Goodness. I mean, if he sees you down there at all, he's not going to be willing to give up information. I'm only down there when he calls me and invites me. And that's to go over notes. And every single time I fear that he's going to kill me because he won't like the answers I give him. So if you go down there... um, if you go down there, he's uh, he's immediately going to be on guard. And if you try to speak with him, I, I'm not sure if he's going to entertain the thought, think you a uh, puny, non-insignificant threat, or just immediately attack. I, I really don't know. So dragon's layers are legendary. To have little traps and tricks and things. Is there a way that you know of to get around those or disable those or things to watch out for? Um, great question. Uh, I did mention I've never been out of sight of Arathator in his lair, so I haven't been able to, like, investigate certain certain aspects of it, but it, I think now's a good time. And she just pulls out the entire map of what she's mapped out of Arathator's lair. And this is down in the cavern that we had kind of looked into? Correct. Got it. You... We're over in the southeast portion of the cavern. Okay. And is that bottom floor water or is the bottom floor ice? Do we know? Excellent question. So she does know the layout of it. So let me go ahead and get that Holy for each of you. crap, that place is huge. But it is a very large. But at least lots of places to hide from his breath. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And lots of places for traps and tricks. So it's a many nooks, crannies, and icy outcroppings. 
The caverns above Arthator's lair is com composed entirely of ice, so there's no stone, there's no grass, obviously. The ceiling of the cavern is about 40 feet above with some varying height. The floor, that's what you asked, Mickey, it's slick ice. So Arthator is able to run around with claws, but with your crampons, crampons, right? Mm -hmm. You're able to also navigate difficult ice. However, it could make some noise, though. Just something to be aware of. If you decide to walk on the ice without crampons, it's difficult terrain. There are differing terrains, and I'll reveal this to you guys up here in the middle. So everything is shaded slightly differently on roll 20s. Uh, increments of eight feet, right? So it's elevation. So the pillar that Fleeple descended on is one of the highest points of the cavern. So there are these pillars of ice that are jutting upwards, and it goes all the way down to sea level as well. So where is um, Mon Where is the cavern that we are currently, the hole we're currently at, where is, does it come out? The one in the scriptorium, is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. So that is generally over here on the far west of the massive cavern. And listeners, when I talk about massive cavern, I'm talking about Arthur's lair being, oh gosh, let me count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 600 feet, almost a thousand feet in length from west to east. It's very large, but that is a lot different from where Fleeple was way down here. I'll ask our wizard this. And where does the dragon reside usually? Where is... Where are they usually located? I, I mean, the, the, the whole... The whole lair is there, so they could be anywhere. I mean, uh, I mean, I... When I have gone, I've usually gone down here to the scriptorium through the scriptorium's entrance, uh, which uh, I call the perch. Uh, it's sometimes where Arthur sleeps. I hear him snoring sometimes. A very loud sleeper. But he usually likes to hang out where his loot is. And that is roughly over close to the perch. But that area is a little treacherous. It is by far the coldest place in the entire area and not all of the floor is frozen i've uh, had my foot fall through the ice a few times uh, into some slushy pools down there um that's where arthur likes to enter and exit his lair again immune to cold so he likes to swim around as opposed to approach from the top because he can't <laughs> the top is uh, not large enough for him so he goes under the iceberg all right, gang, what's our strategy here? Now, are there any other critters that live down there in Arathator's lair? Oh, um, that live down there? Yeah, I mean, th there are. Uh, I, I don't know of, like, where they are exactly, but, I mean, um, I've come across uh, scrags uh, before. Uh, well, rather, scrag. What's a scrag? Uh, it, it's basically just a type of troll um, more trolls, ice trolls there and that's just what I call them because they look very scraggly sometimes at very boring years here to myself so yeah I mean the trolls usually go down there like I said they serve him 
wholeheartedly as she holds up the sloth like <laughs> um, and so there are there are trolls to be known to roam down there that's I, I, I don't know of many I oh there are actually ice toads here in the lair I don't know if they're down there though I usually see them on this level um, I don't usually see them in Arathator's lair um, they're actually quite academic believe it or not but that's I don't know if you'll have to worry about them either. So, of all Arithatol's uh, little minions, if we are successful and we kill or make Arithatol flee, are we just going to face an army afterward? I'm pretty sure you would probably demoralize everybody in here. Uh, I, I, I've never seen... I mean... You took care of those kobolds very easily, so I wouldn't worry about any number of kobolds, honestly, uh, from you. I, you seem high enough uh, in power and strength to deal with those as a threat. But uh, when it comes to, like, the trolls or things like that, I don't think you really should have much to worry about. That's just me, though. I'm just theorizing. The cavern is not large enough for him to fly in. That's why he has to go under the ice. I mean, that's just to that's just to enter and exit the iceberg. He he does fly a lot, actually. Uh, the, some of the roof the roofs of this uh, cavern below are forty feet in most of the areas. So uh, definitely a lot. A lot of these pillars here, and there are quite a few pillars which uh, we can see on roll twenty. And listeners, we're gonna try and get you access if you have social media access to uh, see the layer here but there are quite a few pillars one two three four five six seven eight pillars which are uh 24 feet tall uh so only 15 feet from the ceiling at that point but yeah no there's 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 definitely uh areas and for him to fly and move around and to crawl on the walls so does our tiefling friend know where his horde would be in the cavern do we have any inkling of where a horde would be? Oh yes, absolutely. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's the horde is, it is quite magnificent. Um, uh, it's frozen into the walls of the ice. Um, and um, it's, it's pretty cool. Uh, I'll be honest. And um, it's it's right around uh, where he sleeps and where he usually resides. So we'll just call that Arathator's abyss. It's close to the scriptorium entrance. So if you were to drill down directly below where Makoth and you are sitting, you'd probably be amongst his horde. See, while we're waiting for Lance to get attuned to that ring... How long does that take? An hour. Oh, suck. The sloth's going to be gone. Yes, we're going to have to figure out what to do, but we will need to take care of Reginald before we go attack the dragon. That's fair. That's absolutely fair. We'll, we'll figure it out. We've got some time to talk, though. Yes, so you mentioned Severin. All we really know about Severin is that they are the leader of the cult, and that's pretty much it, I think. Mm-hmm, yes. So what do you know about Severin? Well, I... Kind, kind of that it. That, that's it. Arathator just says uh, Severin is... Uh, um, really shaking things up with the cult of the dragon, uh, making things happen. Uh, uh, really happy with the direction Severin's going. Uh, some of Arathator's mates, not not so much. Um, they they, they kind of take it or leave it. Um, but 
uh, Arthur is really liking the direction that um, Severin is taking to bring back Tiamat. I think that's because Arthur is so obsessed about magic, though, and uh, using the Thay wizards and um, the ritual to bring back Tiamat. Um, I, th I think that's one of the big reasons why Severin is like his jam, so to speak, and why he's so willing to contribute in and do what Severin and the others um, ask of him. But it's mostly just Severin. You said Arithatol's mate. Who's that? Mm -hmm. Yes. Who's who's hmm. the mate? Who, who, how often do they pay house visits? <laughs> I don't know about y'all, but this uh, map is very intimidating to me, and I'm starting to feel less and less sure that we could actually take on this dragon. <laughs> Well, <laughs> Thomas would never put us in a dangerous situation. I trust Thomas. Thomas, I'm going to make an educated guess. There's a dragon in Frostmaiden named Arvaturus, I think is what it is. Does that sound familiar? Yes. Cool. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, his mate, uh, Arvaturus. Um, she, uh, she, she's, she's kind of like a take it or leave it with the magic, but, um, uh, I don't see her very often. And when I do, I definitely... I'm not called down uh, to visit with Arithator. Uh, I was only done once, um, and it seemed like Arithator was trying to present me to her, and it resulted in them attacking each other, fighting, arguing, yelling, and I ran as fast as I could out of there and uh, right back up to my stronghold. Uh, I did. Have you heard where her is? Her lair nearby, or she live like very distant? Every time I bring her up, um, Arithator uh, bears his teeth at me, and that's not a sight I wish to behold on a, a frequent basis. Same type of dragon, though? Yeah. Oh, d uh, yes. I mean, Arithator would not be caught dead with anybody other than an ice dragon. How did she come and go? By ladder from the ceiling? Was there a way that she gets from her santorium? Uh, no, she... Uh, she... She was the same way uh, through the uh, ice uh, slushy pools. Sorry, not the, the not the dragon's mate. I meant um, the tiefling. The you Macau might have already yes. said it, but I forgot. Yeah, she goes she through did. the scriptorium. Um, there's like yeah. a chute that she goes down and uh, she goes right, down cause, there. Because so we went down a cavern. She has, is it, you said she came down and went the back the same way. So how yes. does she get out? Is it just stairs into the ice? Is it... Yes, so she, uh, it's a, it's just a chute that leads down to the lair. Um, so she had to do some magic to levitate her up to the chute so she could then climb up the chute. Okay. Ned, you had some. Yeah, yes, so we are going to have to figure out what to do about Reginald is the big thing that's on my mind right now. Hi, right, as we could talk about Reginald now, um, as she's been petting the sloth for... <laughs> The last little bit here. Uh, yeah, he will be a problem, won't he? Should we just drop him down the chute uh, and just be down there? Uh, then you'd have to deal with him. But we could drop him down the chute on the other side, maybe? Oh, that's not a bad idea. Do you want to approach from either side? Do you want to approach closer? Or do you want to approach farther away and try to sneak up and get the lay of the land? I, I don't know. I, I'm... I feel like the, leaving the troll above 
would be better than dropping him down into the place we're trying to sneak into. Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, there are other chambers here that uh, I haven't shown you. I mean, we could go send them over to the kobolds. We could send them to the ice toads that I'm aware of over there. Is there somewhere where you can, like, seal him? Like, keep him somewhere? Um, I mean, not not really. I mean, there's no, like, cage here. Well, maybe, maybe it's just, like, I don't know. Gang, what do you think? Maybe it's just when we're going down there, when we're getting close to the hour mark, we send you with Reginald, like, as far away in this iceberg as you can get. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, then yeah, I could do that. Reginald will either in time or with Fleeple casting a polymorph and it possibly being successful, Reginald will bloop, plop black and it'll take Reginald a while to get back to the chamber. Sure. He even knows. I mean, I mean, I don't even know in sloth form if he really knows what's going on. Reginald is not to attack me because that's expressly against Arthur's command. Because if he attacks me, he's dead. Arthur's going to kill him. So uh, uh, that's just the way it is. So he, if he pops up with me and he does attack, I could run right to Arthur. Well, I don't want to run right to Arthur. He's in big trouble if he attacks me. And I'm not worried about him, Reginald and I. We go, we, we, we go back. We go back. I, I've got an idea. Just a little. So there is, of course, the question of, you know, if we do want to polymorph the dragon, what are we going to do with the dragon after he's been polymorphed? Because we do want him to be dead eventually. So I, it feels a little, a little bit macabre, but maybe we test it on the troll. What if we just, like drill a hole into the ice that is just wide enough around for the sloth to fit into and then we shove it way down into this hole and then shoot the sloth I mean the mass as it expands as it expands what's going to happen to the mass of the troll stuck in this deep hole in the ice I can see the troll dying I think if we did that to the dragon I think just because of the massive size of that dragon I feel like it would hurt it, definitely. But I feel like somehow the dragon's going to survive that. That's just my first go-to. We also got to think of, like, if we, if we drill far enough into the ice, then we're going to hit a section where it's, like, it, it's trying to expand outward, but how much crackage of the ice can happen if we drill far enough into it, you feel me? I do. I just feel like the geeky man in the corner is not going to make it that easy. <laughs> <laughs> I... I also trust you and your magic, Fleeple, That's but um, we have seen Polymorph fail as many times as it's worked. Mm-hmm. And with a dragon, I worry that even with all of your remaining Polymorphs, we might never Polymorph it's it. It's got some legend. Yes, mm-hmm. his saves that are is, legendary. That is true. That, oh, that's a good thing to yes. keep in mind. It's, everyone knows about those saves. But no, I, I mean, I, I, I would not be unwilling to test it. For sure, but I think we. I gotta... mean, we, we have to do something about Reginald, right? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Reginald and put him aside. Metaphorically, you can keep holding on to him. His horde is in the walls. Is there a way that we could sneak down there and we use produce flame or even just torches and try and melt out some of the horde before he gets there? Uh, Lance, you have that invisibility thing that you can do. Is there a way that we could just sneak some horde things away, possibly, and not fight him? The Dracorn's not even here. 
True. So if we're well, trying to appease, but we do the... still have the ice orcs. We got to kill the dragon oh, for right. the ice hunters. Thank you. And I do also like Mal size. Mal, I, I'm loving the pragmatism that you're presenting here. I also though think that as soon as that dragon realizes something's amiss, I mean, it took us a week or at least a couple of days to get up here. Like he he, they're going to be in hot pursuit of whatever took their crap. Uh, yes, that that's absolutely going to happen. Um, if that's why. I'm not going to leave while uh, he's here and uh, while uh, the ice trolls are loyal to him. So, In the words of a great animal tamer I knew, we're in their territory, okay? So I don't... I, we have a severe disadvantage if we try and do the sneakier way. I like it. I don't... I'm worried about the... I don't know, but at the same time, maybe you're not right, Malamar. Maybe it's better to fight the dragon away from... Well, but no... Uh, you won't leave here until it's dead. I think fighting the dragon away from the part of the floor that opens up into the ocean would be a good idea, because I don't want to end up falling through into the water. That's going to be real bad for us. Well, and let me be clear. What's the what's the wizard's name again? Sorry. Macoth. Macoth, you are dead set on this thing has to be dead or gone if you're ever to set foot out of here. Yes, that's right. And I mean, technically, I mean, technically, we could just leave Macoth, but... <laughs> we, well, we have more than one reason to want to kill the dragon. I think killing True. the dragon is the end goal here. Maybe we just go in guns. Maybe we just brute force our way through it. Maybe we're thinking too much Don't about it. Don't you pull a fleeple, fleeple. <laughs> <laughs> We gotta Listen. think about this, okay? <laughs> if there isn't a reasonable way to retreat, then yes. But we only I mean, have a couple of options to be able to get out of yeah. that cavern. And it doesn't seem like there's any way to retreat from there. Yeah. McCoth, could you give us a second? I, I yeah, I'm just sitting here listening. Cool. We're gonna walk away so you can't. Uh <laughs> oh. <laughs> just real quick. Understood. Um, yeah. She takes your tea. Totally good. Um, yeah, I'll just usher Mal and Fleeple just real quick aside. I get what you're saying, Mal. I mean, that is something to consider. Are we okay just leaving? I mean... We could we could just leave and then just say, like, yeah, they wouldn't come, McCoth, and we couldn't get the scrolls away because if we took them away, McCoth would rat us out and we'd be killed by a dragon. Because I, I could... Even though McCall seems friendly right now, I could see us when we, if we tried to take anything, they are in it for themselves, which I totally respect. I'm happy to take a letter back from McCall to the Arcane Brotherhood if there's anything that they wanted to know. I'm okay not engaging. We were looking for the Dracorn. I'm happy to get out of here. And frankly, the orcs made a deal with the dragon. And um, that's just, that's just a bad idea on their part. So how would you guys leave the iceberg? We haven't gotten that far yet, Thomas. Stealthily. We leave very <laughs> stealthily. Just saying, the frost skimmer has been confiscated Thomas, by shut the up. orcs. <laughs> You're ruining the plant, Thomas. <laughs> That's true. We do have to get our yeah. party back from the ice orcs. I mean, ideologically speaking, I have a certain degree of personal investment in removing this threat of this dragon from the world. That's true. 
we're gonna kill a dragon. Mickey <laughs> is so nervous right now. Yeah. <laughs> Man, There's only three of us. Well, okay. Real quick pause. Mickey, are you are you playing a character thing or are you like is this a Mickey thing where you're like I don't want to fight a dragon? Well, <laughs> it was more of I was like I'm just getting real nervous about trying to defeat a dragon. Um, when we have time to plan about it. And uh, that's making my character Mickey's real like, nervous. I had a great character arc with Malamara, <laughs> and I don't want to like, go and play yeah. a bard. I don't want to play the bard, okay? Like, that's play my the real bard. bard. Whoever Fine. dies plays the bard. That's the deal. <laughs> so Mickey would be Fleeple, and then Fleeple would be... <laughs> Boy. <laughs> and then um, Ned would be the new bard. Okay, back to character. I mean, Malamara, I... It, it's 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 kind of freaking me out a little bit that you're you're thinking like I am, and that's not quite good, Manamara. The orcs like like they revealed what really happened to you and your people. They like I feel like you would. I like that idea, but at the same time, knowing you and your your mindset, that's going to haunt you for the rest of your days, girl. If you leave those ice orcs to die. It's less about caring if the orcs die and more about caring if you die. Because if we have no exit strategy and we go down there, so far we have a perfect track record of beating everything we've come up against. But eventually that's going to run out. I mean, yeah, but if we really didn't want it to run out, we just go and hide the rest of our lives. Fleeper's our friend. The contract's gone. We're here for each other. And I'm here for Fleeper. Mal looks back at the map that we've had laying on the ground, I assume, or on some table that we've cleared off so that we could look at the map. Yeah. <sighs> okay. If either of you can give me a plan of retreat from here that we could easily get out, if things turn bad, I'm in. I mean, Fleeple, you can fly out of here, but I know that you won't leave Lance and I, even if we ask you to. So the three of us have to be able to get out or we're not going in. So we need some rope. We've got rope. I mean, there's there's that big pulley, that big pulley over the other entrance that we found. Yeah, we could set that up. I'm just worried about the dragon then like seeing it and ripping it down. I mean, that's my, that's my, I understand Manamara. It's, it's good to have a quick exit, but I feel like even if we get a quick exit, we're on a boat with ice orcs and that dragon's right there. Hey, Macarth, do any of those spell scrolls happen to have, like, a word of recall on them or something? <laughs> uh, I, I could take a look. It would take me some time, though, and I'd, I'd have to take care of Reginald, of course, but, uh... Yes, I'll just take a look through the scrolls. Oh, all right, cool. Yeah, we could chill. We could we could chill here together. <laughs> uh, before I move we any further... <laughs> before I move any further, Mickey, take an inspiration die. Hmm. I have one. Yeah. Oh, both. Well, because we're about to face Can a dragon. store these? You're just being. You're. Oh man, I think you're doing this on purpose. You know we have them, and you're like, Haha, <laughs> he's like, guys, if I you don't you. use them, you're just gonna start losing. I dare you. I dare you to take it. <laughs> no, I'm just a cool DM. Yeah, you are. <laughs> cool As Fleeple is kind of working with Macoth on the scrolls, I'm just gonna do a quick aside with Malamara. Malamara. You, I mean, this is a dumb question. You're not okay. How are you doing? You're you're not. 
This is so dumb. Of course you're not yourself. You've been through literally a mind-cracking experience. I, I, I'm I, here for you. I don't I, I don't want to feed you a bunch of crap and just say like, Oh, you're doing great. Good for you. Just be confident. Like, because I know not what you're going through, but I know I've been in a place where I've felt maybe something akin to what you felt. Not exactly, obviously. I want you to know you won. What happened? You won. You got out. You broke it. Etu's... Etu's gone. Mal takes a deep breath and lets it out really slowly. I've carried around this anger for so long. I've let this hatred and the prejudice that I had fuel me for so long. And then she'll look straight at him. Lance, I'm afraid that without that strength, without that fire, I won't be strong enough down there against the dragon. I'm afraid that Fleeple or you could die because of my weakness. Because of the choice that I've made to let go of that strength. And I just don't think I'm enough. Do you really think that we can do it? Do you think that we can kill this dragon? I mean, we're dragon slayers, right? Mel laughs. I, in all honesty, I don't know. I don't, I can't predict that. Um, if you, if you asked me when we first met, I would book it out of here. But this, and it really like kind of dawns on Lance, this is where I want to be right now. Us three. Facing a terror. Because even though it's terrifying, I've never felt more comfortable. I consider this. And I hope you can too. I don't expect it right now, because all you've gone through, but... I hope you can consider me family. Because that's what I consider you. And Fleetball. And that's what we are. And family sticks together. And Mal will reach forward and pull Lance into a hug. And then she'll look over at Fleeple and then gesture for Fleeple to come and join them. Hey, and I finger gun my way over. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, by the way, we could use your we could use your dog too. That's a thing you could do. You could pull that dog out and we could you know, that's another ally for oh wait, you're missing your sack. Ooh. Etu took that, didn't he? No, not the sack. Just the demonomicon. Oh. He didn't take... Oh, crap. Uh, he did? Last time we talked, or a couple episodes ago, you looked in your sack and mo- all of your items were there except for the demonomicon. But Lance had the demonomicon. Yeah, you don't know that, though. I, well, I, well, that's what I'm saying, is didn't Lance have the demonomicon? I thought in that dream... He, he, like, snatched the sack from her. He did. He grabbed the snack, pulled it down, but because it was more of a dream state, it was more symbolic that he got what he wanted, which was the Demonomicon inside the sna- sack. Gotcha. But I didn't have it. You had two copies. You had a fake and you had a real one. Lance took one of the copies. Yeah. Leaving one other copy in your sack that Air 2 grabbed. Okay. So to Mal... 
He has a demonomicon. Yes. Got it. But that doesn't mean he necessarily does. You've got the dog then. I do have Balthus, which might be a really good distraction. I should probably... Maybe now's not the time. I should probably give this to you. And Lance will reach into his sack. And he will pull out very, like, discreetly, because he does not want Makoth to see, because Makoth's obsessed with things. He will hand Malamara the Demonomicon. So I might have taken this from you before we went into your soul mind, just in case. Mal's stunned at this revelation that he has this book, and so she activates her Eldridge invocation to detect magic. As you go to... It works. Mm. Mm. Your invocation works, and you go, wait, what the... And... You, you don't look at the book, actually. You're like, wait a minute. I feel the magic around us. The invocation works. What's going on? What's happening? And you look up briefly, and uh, you look over at Fleeple. Uh, you look at Lance, who's holding the book. You look at Fleeple, and as you glance over at Fleeple, Fleeple's uh, going through some scrolls with Makoth and kind of looking things over, and you almost miss this figure standing behind Fleeple. A regal but kind smile. An older gentleman who has gray facial hair and the smile seems to touch his ears. And it's instantaneous. It's just like so fast. And as you pass over Fleeple and you're like, wait a minute, you look back at Fleeple, the person's gone and all you can hear are the chirping of canaries in your ears. And somehow you have some of your magic back. And as you now look down at the book, there is heavy magic coming from the book itself. Mm-hmm. And how this is the actual, indeed, the real Demonomicon, and that the one Air 2 has is a fake. In a panic, knowing that this is the real Demonomicon, she takes it from him and shoves it into his bag of holding. Mm-hmm. And very seriously, she gets really close to Lance. Hey. And she goes, you cannot let anybody see this. Oh. It has to stay in the bag. Lance, listen. This has to stay in the bag. Okay. It cannot come out of the bag. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, you're very close. Air 2 cannot know that it's in the bag. How would he, how would, how would he know? And Mal looks around, paranoid, that he could be somewhere near, but she doesn't feel his presence. But you can tell that she, this shift has come over her, that she is suddenly panicked and paranoid about this book. Promise me. Okay, yes. Yes, 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 yes. I will keep it in the back. I will. I mean, Fleeple should know. I'm just saying. Just throwing it out there. Fleeple should know. He's right here. <laughs> Well, Thomas said it seemed like he went back to the scrolls or something. Thomas said he was looking. Yeah, he's going through scrolls with Macoth right now. So yeah, we found some really powerful artifacts. We've lost a few really powerful artifacts. You would have really liked it, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, that does sound exciting. Oh, here's a scroll that might. Uh, oh, don't know how I didn't come across this sooner. Yeah, this one might work. And he get she hands it on over to you. I rolled for this. 
she hands you a dominate monster scroll. Oh, baby. Ooh, baby. Like that. I like that. Dragons aren't monsters, right? Well, as I... Re- if, I, um, if I'm understanding the hierarchy correctly, you've got, like, different degrees of domination, and I believe Dominate Monster is the spell that lets you control any creature. Ah, gotcha. It's a level 8 spell. Woof. So, being able to cast it, none of you can cast level 8 spells, uh, so there will be a roll required if you decide to try and cast this spell. But it is a possibility that Makoth found and gave to you, and she goes, well, I feel like I'm giving away a giving away the house here but uh, if you really are my best bet out of here i bet better bet on all of you instead of myself who can't do anything so well you found a really cool scroll for us yes well i it was uh, and it's got like this tea stain on it <laughs> and she goes well next time i'll look uh to see where i'm putting things Mm, yes, as as a collector's item, it's gone down in value. It really would be better off in the hands of someone who's actually going to use it. You know. Yes, yes, I um, I get that. <laughs> oh no, and I it's... get that, and I take the scroll from it. <laughs> <laughs> so as you take the scroll, um, as uh, you are discussing about a plan or uh, gonna going to be dealing with Reginald in a little bit here. As things are tidying up at Makoth's hut with all the magic items that she has passed on to you, with Mal being trepidatious about going forward and discovering that she has some of her abilities now, and with Lance encouraging and having the confidence that Fleeple has going into this next battle, we're going to have to see what happens next time on I Cast Fireball. Mm, I've been saying it this whole time. Y'all just need Bahamut in your life, and that's going to make everything better. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. What an effective missionary. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, it might be no surprise as to who Malamara's new patron might be. What type of a patron pact is this? Is Malamara aware? Is it fully realized? Is there more that can be discovered with investigations down to Arthur's lair? Tune in next time on I Cast Fireball. Ned Jacob Mickey, as always, thank you so much for playing. Thank you for diving and delving and uh, just creating this collaborative story together where uh, we are all creating the story and helping each other out. And listeners, thank you for joining us on this collective story that we are telling. Uh, If you like what you're hearing, leave us a five-star review, uh, letting us know what story moments you like best, um, if what uh, you are hoping for. But if you want to leave something a little bit longer than a five-star review, shoot us an email at icastfireball2020 at gmail.com, where uh, we go through and uh, we respond to the emails, uh, take uh, considerations in. We've done a couple of Crunch Squad episodes based on fans writing in. uh, And uh, we just chat and uh, get to know you and what you're doing and what you like uh, you can also reach us on our social media pages uh, at icastfireball20 on twitter on instagram on facebook on youtube and 
you can now look for us on Patreon, which was recently released. That's right. We've got a Patreon. If you didn't hear last time on all of our other shout outs, we've got a Patreon where you can go and you can help support us. Keep the lights on, so to speak, with iCast Fireball and help us make some additional great content. Um, you can go to patreon.com slash iCast Fireball two zero. The link will be down in the description below. But Share the word, uh, get it out there, and we would love to see you not only on Patreon, but in our Patreon-exclusive Discord server, where each of us are going to be interacting with you on a daily basis, sometimes hourly, minutely basis, uh, doing some polls, uh, getting to know what additional content you want to see, and maybe some teases as to what uh, maybe future seasons of iCast Fireball may be. So go check it out, and go uh, check out that Discord that we've got going there. Uh Speaking of Discord, Improv Tabletop, our sister podcast, also has a great Patreon-exclusive Discord. It's a ton of fun. They have um, uh, an entire thread on haikus that you can go read through and publish your own. Uh, They have threads where the Patreon member, uh, the Discord members are meeting up to do their own TTRPG games. So uh, if you are having a hard time with scheduling, uh, which seems to be the bane of all TTRPG's existences, uh, go over there. Go uh, figure out if you can join a game that somebody else is running, either on the Avatar Legends system, the Blades in the Dark system, the Fate Accelerated system, or just good old 5e D&D. Uh, and don't forget to leave them a five-star review on the way out. Lastly, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share with your friends and fellow Wacky Adventurers. But until next time, I'm Thomas, your DM, and around the table we have... Malamara. Lance Thalen. And Fleeple. Let's keep that fire going, and we'll see you all next time.